Somebody give me a hand. I flushed so many hours straight down the toilet playing this game this week. Today on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Press B to Cancel. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about a little indie game that came out just recently. But first, let's let's welcome everybody in. How are you guys doing, Sinistar? I'm swell. It's Friday, and the swelling will stop eventually. Jake? I'm doing fantastic, and Sinistar, there's a cream for that now. And... And GP, I can hear your background over yeah. everything happening. Why, thank you. And the swelling <laughs> has not gone down in over four hours. I should be concerned. All right. So tonight we're talking about a little indie game called Balatro. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know where they got this name from. I guess I should have dug into that a little bit. Bellatro Lestrange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. So this is this is a game that the best way I can think to describe it is you remember your parents or grandparents having one of those little video poker handhelds that they just sit and play and beep, beep, beep. And if you ever messed with it, you'd usually lose and then you'd have to okay. refresh it, get all hold, your hold tokens back and play again, right? Check your privilege. We did not have that at the orphanage. Thank you for bringing up so <laughs> many things from my childhood. You know, wow. You've already told us how many times your father beat you. We are we already know. Well, I stayed at, uh, at the orphanage on the weekends. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Beats you at poker, right? <laughs> nice. we're, sorry, yeah. we're sorry, YouTube and Twitch. <laughs> it did more than seven seconds. <laughs> you, you can talk about you can talk about child abuse after four or seven seconds, right? <laughs> Balatro ultimately feels like. A game that's like it, it gives you one of those little video poker handhelds and it's like, all right, here's all the tools to cheat. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you're just constantly cheating at video poker, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, my I'm gonna I'm gonna call out that that's I've had I've have a similar take. To me, it's kind of like you're playing poker with like a seven year old <laughs> who's like Twos, fours, sixes, jacks, queens, and aces are wild. Oh, and every other, like, five is wild as well. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and all of Which your cards are face down. You have to make yeah. your, your, your deck yeah. face down. Here's yeah. a nine, and that, seven, five, and three. That's a straight. <laughs> I feel attacked because that's how I, exactly how I played it as a young teenager. So in this, this game <laughs> a young teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Until security I'm kicked so- me out. That is how I'm sorry. I Did I say a six year old? I made a 16 year old. I'm sorry. Sure, sure, sure. It's okay. It's okay. So, yeah, a roguelike card game, like poker yeah. game, right? That's kind of what this is built yeah. at. Yeah. Well, okay. It's, it's worth mentioning. I read an article. It's worth mentioning that uh, the team that worked on this didn't play any other. Uh, roguelike card games prior to this. That's why it feels so fresh. The mm. only time they played one 
was they went and checked out Slay the Spire after the game mm. was pretty much done just to figure out how they handled the controller. Oh, okay. yeah. That that actually makes sense. Yeah, it so this is why it feels so different from other, you know, deck building roguelites. Which is also why you like hit X to play your hand and Y to do your uh your your discards because very much Slay the Spire also uses kind of all of the buttons to do different events in the, in it's, the game. It's kind of funny because I feel like the controller in in this is actually better functioning than in Slay the Spire. It could be. I, I need to go back and play Slay the Spire uh, with the controller again. Not Am that I it, the only one who played this game with a touchscreen? Because <laughs> that's touch the only screen. way I've been playing that. I have I done that too. Keyboard and mouse, motherfucker. <laughs> I will say... Having played Slay the Spire on my Switch, my Steam Deck, my PC, and my phone, having played Slay the Spire on all four of those platforms, I can say that the touchscreen in Balatro is actually a lot more uh, user-friendly than Slay the Spire. Mouse, totally functional on both. Controller, totally functional on both. Touchscreen sucks on Slay the Spire. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, I love touchscreen on this game. It works pretty good. The only, the only issue I have, it is a small, it's a small one, is um, when you have consumable cards in the top right corner. If you want to sell them or use them, the button is a tad too small on the Steam Deck, and I worry that my finger might push the wrong thing. I haven't yet. I, to I can understand it, but it that. A bit weird. But it's one of those things where, like, if this game was on a phone. I think it would work great. It just it, they just need to refine that one small part where the buttons are a little too small. But otherwise, this game to me is the ultimate touchscreen game. Yeah, and now, honestly, I have not misclicked anything on the touchscreen on this. Oh, oh. Yeah. okay, that's true. I haven't misclicked on the touchscreen. Uh, I'll get to uh, just a second. I I, I have done touchscreen on my laptop, which has a touchscreen, Jake. Just just FYI, okay. so I have done that. Um, and it controls very well. The one thing I have found with the controller is sometimes I misclick Y for X, and then I'm sad <laughs> <laughs> because I'll have a great, you know, say full house, and I'll decide to discard it. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. oh, I've done that one or two times. I did that once or twice. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I was like, oh no, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> that was a good Mother. hand. I wanted that, or you know, I'm trying to get rid of a discard. Accidentally play it. I'm like, oh man, there went that door. That turn worth the points. Uh -huh. But you know, if you do that, that actually unlocks a Joker, though, or it unlocks something in the game. When you discard a poker hand the first time, you get something out of the game from it. There's also, I think I saw one. We'll get to like on the main screen occasionally, it gives you hints how to unlock Jokers. And I swear that there's one that's like discard 20,000 cards or something ridiculous. Oh man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. We should probably, I mean, I, I love the combo, but we should probably explain to anybody who hasn't played it. Yes. Like, it's, you've got your 52-card deck, and then you are essentially, hmm. in any round, there's three, like, battles where you have to amass X number of points to move on to the next, and then there's, like, a boss battle with some handicaps. All the while, you have the option of purchasing other cards that may or may not have status effects, whilst collecting a myriad of jokers that can do any number of things that you can think of, or I, there's booster packs, there's celestial cards, there's 
tarot cards like i i don't even understand <laughs> most of the stuff i just i get the there bare are, bones there are tags i didn't understand tags for the longest time yeah there okay. are tags, yeah, tags uh, took the, me the better i think tags took me about a run and a half to really figure out and by the this way the first for, time even hearing that for those watching the stream and seeing the video uh werewolf did play this with high contrast mode so you may see different colors for your cards oh yeah i did turn on high yeah. contrast so that i could easily tell things apart because i was i yeah. accidentally clicked the same <laughs> the two different suits a couple of times and there's there's yeah. actually a joker that makes it to where uh hearts and diamonds or you know black suits and red suits are the same suit so yeah since I had played a bunch with that, I was like, after another run, I, was, I kept making the mistake. And I was like, I really need to make these more obvious. Yeah. yeah. I play with the high contrast mode as well. Back when I used to play I, online poker, I did the same thing. I like having the four colors instead of the, the two, black and the red. I also turned off the uh, the CRT effect. Because yeah. that, that hurts yeah. my eyes. Yeah. Oh, and the, the shakiness. I, I uh-huh. immediately turned that off. I did not care for that. Okay. So we were we were describing this game, which is it's it's you have your poker hands, but that doesn't actually mean that you're playing poker. And right. we'll talk right. about actually the whole gambling thing here in a little bit, but um you 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 have you have, you know, your standard high card, two of a kind, three of a kind, two pair, straight, flush, et cetera, et cetera. But the the goal is not to like you actually may win you may have a more likely win w- without having a straight flush it's, it's right. because of the way that the game is built the the game just like every other roguelike is about the modifiers and that's where we were talking about tarot cards and planet cards and you know spectral cards and joker cards right. So like when so, you're amassing the points, there's there's two parts of the points. There's the point value of the hand you're playing, then there's also a chips. multiplier, and the multiplier is based and the amount of points you get per hand is based on which type of hand you're playing, much like in poker. But with the modifiers, you can quickly, like Sinister said, make pairs, for example, be a lot higher of a point value and a multiplier than even a, tr- a three of a kind or a full house. Even that's that's how I play. So you really have to kind of pay attention to what you're modifying in your run because you can get some crazy combos. With the what would normally be a really lousy poker hand, so poker theme, yeah. but not really poker, and that's the fun part of this, I think. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a it's a roguelike that uses poker rules, not mm-hmm. poker like gameplay, but poker rules. Right, because right. at the bottom you see that it says anti, but anti yeah. refers to like what world of <laughs> of your gameplay you're on. Right. So yeah. it's yeah. essentially like you know, it, there's eight worlds. Each one has three levels. You have yeah. to beat the boss level. The other two can be skipped for other bonuses instead of playing through and trying to earn your rewards that way. But it's it, it's not like, you know, you got to play a dollar every time you play the first level and then you go to yeah. world two and it's two dollars. No, it's not that. It's literally just this is the world you're on. Yeah. And instead, yeah. The, the money you would earn is what you use to spend in the in-game store to get more cards, different cards, modifiers to your runs, like all those different things are in the in the in-game shop. Yeah, this is this is a game that's literally all about stacking the deck in your favor. It's 
Yet somehow I lose all the time. Just to give you an idea, today I was playing where I had a joker that said you get a you get a plus four multiplier for every uh, club you play, and so I would actually take the um, uh, the Arcana cards that would convert one card into another, and I basically built a deck out of clubs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did so, you? But, I mean, I guess to finish his point, there's there's jokers that do things like um, when you when you have when you score with a, a card that has a spade, it's it's a different a higher multiplier. Um, there's ways you can modify your cards, like uh, even even trash cards, like a two seven in poker. Everybody knows two seven is one of the worst poker hands. In this game, you can modify your two and seven so that there are uh, different effects on them, make them wild, and make them give you money. Uh, one is called steel, makes the card worth one point five multiplier if you don't play it, if you just keep it in your hand. So there's there's hundreds of multipliers or, or modifiers to this game, and the jokers themselves, yeah. there's 150 of them that you kind of unlock as you as you lose your many many runs, and even when you win, you also unlock jokers, and that's kind of the progression, I guess, right? That's yeah, great. and uh, the times 1.5 thing, I think we need to clarify just a little bit. Um, so whatever hand you play innately has an amount of chips it's worth and a multiplier tied to it so it'll be chips times multiplier and some of the jokers can up that multiplier by you know plus this much plus that much and so forth and some of the cards might just have you know plus four multiplier on them or whatever as you upgrade them and start cheating your deck a little bit um but then the steel card like you said it's times 1.5 so after it runs through your hand and applies any multipliers you have there, then it goes down to your hand, like your uh, your reserve cards, I guess we'll call them, and it factors in those steel cards times one point five. Yeah. So then it'll like you know if you had forty, it'll become sixty, and then it'll start running through your jokers from left to right. So terrible example because I'm not mirrored here, but it'll be you know plus this plus this times this plus this times this depending on how you have it organized. And, you know, it'll also add chips to it for some of those cards. And you end up pumping out ridiculous numbers after a while. Yeah. In your first uh, game, if you pump out a decent flush or straight, you'll you'll eke in around 300 points, give or take. Right, right. Um, yeah. By the end of the game, I my biggest hand, and <laughs> I've not come close to this since. That was a ridiculous run. But my biggest hand was one hand. 11 million plus points. <laughs> Which I don't even yeah. know how you get that. High. I must be doing something wrong. Wow. My highest is like 64,000. <laughs> yeah. Even so, I'm at like 11,000 from my single once you Once you get 15K, you get an achievement for a 15K hand. I, I think there was an achievement though. for a bigger hand than that. Yeah, probably, but I remember the 15K <laughs> hand. 11 like, million? Yeah. yeah. What was the yeah. what was the the blind? Like what was the goal? Uh I think it was three hundred million. Yeah, you were. I think you yeah, were I chasing the wall. I think you were fighting the wall. Yeah, but it was it was also anti twelve, so it was pretty yeah. far. And that's by the way, anti twelve is actually when you switch to endless mode. So you win right. at at anti when you beat the boss at anti eight, but then yeah. it allows you to continue on, and that's endless mode. So, but I found cool. when you do endless, I never get very far. I get maybe an extra, maybe another anti or another two stages in, maybe. But I find then the blinds get to 
like two million, three million, just ridiculous amounts, and I, I don't cut it. Like what my deck would be overpowered for the regular run, but as soon as you win and you go endless, it just becomes infinitely more difficult. So <laughs> I feel like you have to really have a broken deck to to get far and endless. So there's you know? also multicolored decks like blue, red, yellow, green, all these things. What do those mean? Like I haven't gotten that far yet. I've unlocked oh, a number of decks, but I haven't so, explored it. Yeah. So um, the back the back side of the deck will have a color, and I think you start with. I don't remember. You start with red. Red. I think it's red, yeah. Um, Each one has a different effect. So blue, if I remember right, gives you an additional hand. So each round you'll be able to play one more hand. Uh, I'm currently working on yellow, which basically starts you with $10. Okay. Um, And so, and and I have unlocked the celestial, whatever the, the starry one. And that one's kind of interesting. I don't remember what the modifier is, but each one of those decks has an effect um, of its own. So, I mean, yeah. this this game is infinitely replayable. Yeah, the Celestial deck gives you a telescope card to start off with, and that That's card right. um, that one makes it so there the, the modifiers to your the the power of your individual hands pairs you know two pairs full house whatever are, are from the planet cards Celestial cards. The telescope makes it so that every pack of celestial cards you open is guaranteed to have the one your best uh, type of hand in. Yeah, there. your most played your hand. Top. Right, your most played hand in there, which makes it very broken. If you're trying to chase pairs as your best hand and you yeah. want to pump the value of pairs, that telescope makes it really fun to do. That's actually um, how I won the first time. Was yes, huh. I, I've done a few. I had a telescope. I got a telescope from a voucher, which is an entirely different thing. But I got a telescope from a voucher, and then I just kept I kept pumping pairs, mm-hmm. and I won the game with with like a pair, a pair yeah. and a stone card, if I remember right. And yeah, stone cool. cards are awesome too. So, yeah, yeah. so, and so we, keep, yeah. we keep tossing words like sorry, uh, like tag, voucher, booster packs, and stuff. And when we say all that things, it's I want to make sure we're very clear. This is like a single game. There is no microtransactions, no in-game yeah. purchases. It's it's all a it's the theme of gambling and poker, but there's nothing like that of any kind of game. The creator of this game is anti-gambling, in fact, as we found out today. It's just, a, <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's just using the terminology of other card games as an influence to make this one complete package. There's nothing else added to it. We so, should yeah. probably segue really quickly to the, the response that I guess was posted today by the team that made this. Um, for, those, for those that are interested in, in buying it that may not have it, um, or, you know, you may have noticed it's been delisted from some of the stores. Uh, apparently, some body of decision said that this is a gambling game, even though, yeah. like, it, it, they specifically call out that the creator is, like, an anti-gambling person. What happened is it was rated three and up uh, before release, and they had, uh, the uh, publisher of the company discussed it with the ratings board in the EU before releasing, and they got that go-ahead. And then after it released... I guess there's some kind of complaints because of the the gambling type imagery in the game. So it got slapped with an 18 plus rating all of a sudden. And because wow. the game itself doesn't mention 18 plus rating anywhere in the materials on, on the eShop for Nintendo in Europe and in some parts of Asia where they're much more strict on gambling uh, content, they've taken it down temporarily until they can sort this out. So in North America, it's fine. Steam is fine. It's From what I read in the articles, it's mostly uh, Nintendo eShop in the EU area in some parts of Asia. Like this, this came up before. There's a few other games in the past that, um, like, that had loot boxes and 
other kinds of things, the random randomized incentives for buying items that got banned. Um, the Netherlands, for example, I think is why you can't buy. I think it's Overwatch for for gambling content. But this game again, there's there's no real booster packs to buy. It's just yeah. it's an in game gimmick, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's funny. It's probably because they heard like, oh, there's booster packs in it and unlockables and all this. And they were like, oh, well, booster packs, you know, Magic the Gathering does that and you're paying real money for something and you might not get anything good out of it. You know, stuff like that. So, no, it is not that there are. <laughs> it's it's kind of it kind of sucks for the devs that this happened just because it's dressed in a poker theme. Somebody was like gambling. <laughs> No, you know, pump the yeah. brakes a little bit. <laughs> a, a, a little bit of a, a little bit of a background from from a Sinistar's life. Um, my my cousins, um, and if they ever listen to the podcast, I'm outing you a little bit. Sorry, cousins. They're <laughs> um, they're of a uh, of a of a religion that's a little bit teetotaler, a little bit anti gambling, a little bit you know, et cetera, et cetera. And when I was younger we decided we were going to play i don't even remember i think it was hearts or something not not like not poker and his his or their their parents were like we can't have face cards because those are gambling related and i'm like great <laughs> i like to play this game while well drinking a warm ten. drink perfection <laughs> perfection yeah. so great. yeah now, what's funny is I told my cousins about this game on Wednesday because I play games with them on Wednesday nights, and they uh, they've now wish listed it. So that's that's a fun <laughs> little <Yeah>. anecdote. <laughs> how funny! So, <clears throat> so how much is it yeah. now in the East Stop? It's like what fourteen bucks or something? Fourteen, or I think. something like that. Which it's I so didn't cheap. realize it was available on the Switch, and I made the mistake after you all said that of texting my wife and saying, "Hey, it's also on the Switch." <laughs> I have a feeling. I have a feeling. I just lost fifteen dollars. I, I have a feeling you just lost your chances at the uh, Steam Deck. Yeah, there oh, you no, go. That's still happening. That's still happening. Uh, yeah, it's. I it's have to be 14, able to play Portal on the run. Fourteen ninety nine US, uh, not on sale. So um, that's that's its base price. Yeah, I I have been like this game started with me playing it because. These guys were like, hey, we're going to play this. We're going to talk about this next week on the podcast. I was like, all right. And Jake sent me a copy. Thank you, sir. And so I started playing it just like, all right, let's check this game out for next week. And I got addicted. (laughs) Sinceris and I have bought it for multiple people at this point. I'm I'm one of those. It was a gift to to me from from the the family sent. And all week, I I keep stupid hours. But all week, I'm like, okay, I've got to open this because... I, I think they'll be able to see how many hours I've played it because we're all friends on, <laughs> on Steam, and I have to be able to, you know, hold up my part of the conversation today. <laughs> so last night at like ten o'clock, I download it, tell my wife about it. She's watching me play it, and in the past twenty hours, we've logged five point two hours. And I don't know if everybody's noticed, I'm yawning a lot. That is because I started <laughs> playing this game, and this is one of the first times that this has ever happened for me, where. I love you guys, but I'm a little upset that I'm here recording this with you because I want to be playing Bellatrix. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm going to be here with you guys. Oh uh, wait, uh, are you guys are playing Bellatrix? I I am right now on my Steam Deck while we're while we're going. <laughs> okay, yeah, rub that in. <laughs> Chard's, Chard's watching us right now in chat. It's his week off in the podcast, and he says he's not even in the episode, and he's still playing Bellatrix. 
I, so that's how infectious <laughs> this game is. This this is up there with Vampire Survivors. Yes, as, as a game that just that everybody's talking about and playing. So and it, I, I do want to quintessential one more round game, just one more. Oh yeah, and, and I want to call out. I want to call out something that um, I ran. I ran headlong into uh, multiple times. I I play poker with friends. Like I have. Uh, there's a there's a, a Nevada city near somewhere near me that I used to go every weekend, and I'd play. I'd play in tournaments and i did pretty good and i like when i play poker with my with my friends i come home with money every single time i don't i i'm good at poker and i beat my head against this game i absolutely smashed my head against this game until i realized it's not poker (laughs) right sometimes you've got like you'll You'll be playing pairs and pairs and pairs and your pairs are all leveled up and they've got a huge multiplier. And then you see a full house and you're like, oh, play the full house. <laughs> and it's is. not even <laughs> worth a quarter of right. what yeah. playing a pair would be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to My train highest... your brain to be like, okay, just because it's a full house doesn't mean it's better. It just yeah. means it's better at the beginning of the game. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah. my like 60,000 yeah. something point hand was a pair. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like, I, it's insane. To, to that point, right before I logged in to do this with you guys, like I said, my wife was playing it and she was just putting up some numbers. She's made it further than any of us in the household so far. And she was showing me her setup with all these jokers, but it was to build up these pairs and her multipliers were stupid. And then mm-hmm. she got to, I think, uh, anti seven or whatever it was. It was like, uh, well, 40,000, I think, was what she had to beat. And yeah. the the rule was um, no repeat hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she that's, that's what got up. her. And that really yeah. kind of, like, shows to go, yeah, you got you to gotta balance things out as you're moving yeah. along. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and- or you know, uh, my, my, the one that kills me every single time, like, if I get this, so if I get this boss blind, I always want it in either the first first round of Andes or the second round of Andes, and that's the needle. If you get the needle late game, you are screwed. Mm. The needle, What's the needle is one hand. Oh, oh, yes, I've done that one. One hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but by late game, hopefully you have a broken deck that you can you can usually do it. I don't it, think it I've ever. I don't think yeah. I've ever gotten like uh, anti seven or anti eight in a single hand. I don't think I have. The ones I don't like are if I have a deck that is good, but it's not broken, right? Because you, but you want broken. But if, if I have a deck that's good and I can almost do it, I can almost squeak by. But the boss blind of the of anti eight, the last round is the wall, which mm-hmm. which inflates the pro, the point count to obscene amounts, and that's all it does a huge point count, and that's broken me more than a few times. But what's neat about this game, though, is you know the boss blinds are coming. You can see them ahead of time. And you can fairly early on or easily come across, it's all random, but you can come across tags or um, vouchers that let you re-roll the boss blind. Or skip and that will save a boss your blind. Yeah. Or skip. skip. And I, yeah, debuff. And today the, I just uh, got one. I, was do, I just finished the run with the black deck today. And I did it because the joker I got removes the boss blind's ability. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the one. And it's, wow. Yeah, that's so broken. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I, every boss blind was just it was nothing. It didn't do anything. It was just a higher amount of points to beat. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. This game as, as, as good. Well, I guess, I guess this actually is, is part of the value is this game 
is chasing RNG. Like, yeah. Uh, well, and I had one, I had one Joker. It's a knife and I can't remember what the actual name of it is, but it consumes the Joker to the right of it and adds two times the cell value to its multiplier addition. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I just used that to just chew through Joker after crap Joker after crap Joker. <laughs> yep. And eventually I had it all the way on the right. So it wasn't eating anything, but I had like, I had fed this thing, like, I don't know, five jokers or something by this <laughs> point. Yeah. So it's, so I, I think we should, people not watching are just hearing us talk about different types of cards and people even watching might be looking at this and be like, what the hell am I looking at on the screen? Yeah. There are so many types of cards. We should go over it. So there's the cards that you play, right? The suits, the numbers, all that. Um, Classic 52. You have your, yeah, you have your basic 52-card yeah. deck that you start with, and you can mess with that as you go through. You can add more cards to it. It can become a much bigger deck or a much smaller deck, depending on what you choose to do. You can alter what suits you have. You, so I tend, like, my plays... I either tend to lean into straights or flushes. So I try to stack my deck to where I lean into one or two suits throughout the gameplay. Yeah. So that way it's a lot easier to get a flush, right? Um, yeah. And then there are cards that let you do that. So you have those standard 52. They can be upgraded. They can have seals or uh, materials that they're a type of. So they can be gold, steel, glass, whatever. And those all have different effects and you know, in some cases, a negative effect that they might apply as well. Like a glass card has a chance to break. Um, yeah. But there's also the the seals, which like sometimes they do something special if you discard it. Sometimes they do something special if it scores, when it's, it's, it's played and scores. Sometimes they do something special if it's just in general, like it might play it a second time or whatever. So the seals... Yeah. And materials can both be stacked, but you can't have like a glass steel card. That doesn't work. It has to be a glass card with a seal. So there's those. Then you've got the jokers. The jokers are really the meat of the game. And those are what let you really set yourself up to cheat in essence. Um, Those are what apply the big multipliers, uh, additions, as well as multiplication so instead of adding a plus 10 multiplier, sometimes it'll just multiply everything you've got by 1.5. Or I think my biggest I've done was times 4.5. Yeah. And then I was able yeah. to do that twice because I had the one that was like, whatever the card to the right of it does, this one does too. So it was like, yeah. it would run through all these big ass numbers and then be like times 4.5 times 4.5. That's how I got my big ass score. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, here or I am trying to level up my my trousers <laughs> yeah so or there's the joker that says on the last round redo everything yeah yeah and it run just it a second runs time through. yeah um and and then i also want to point out while we're talking jokers some jokers some jokers are additive so it's a plus or a minus but more often than plus some of them are multiply so yeah times x your jokers run from left to right so right. every so it'll additive be- yeah, it's not, you know, it's not like real math where you do, a, you know, multiplication, division and then add and subtract. No, it's left to right the way people time, you know, tend to think of it when they first <laughs> learning these things. And then their teacher's yeah. like, no, you don't do that. No, this does that. 
So it'll be like plus, plus, times, plus, times if you have yeah. it in that order. But you can rearrange the order of these. Same with whatever well, hand you play. I haven't even messed with and, that yet. That's and brilliant. if you if you throw your times to the right of your pluses, you you know you add yeah. your, any plus to a multiplier, then gets multiplied at the end, right? I mean, mm-hmm. so it's 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 it's, it's take some notes. not it's logarithmic or exponential or whatever, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, take notes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, so after there's, you know, there's, we've also mentioned other cards. There's um, the tarot cards, which this sounds ridiculous now. Like we're talking about, you know, the the classic 52 and jokers. Okay, that makes sense. Now we've got tarot cards in this poker game, uh-huh. right? <laughs> Seamstress, the first time we watched, we watched uh, a middle-aged stream play this. And the first time she's watching this, she's like, it has tarot cards in it. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. And so those so. tarot cards can do any number of things. Like some of them will literally just double the amount of money in your hand up to $20. Like however yeah. much you got up to 20 bucks, it'll double. Um, some of them, you know, they'll give you the, so some of them give you money. Some of them can apply status effects to the classic 52. Some of yeah. them can apply status effects to the jokers. Some of them uh, can give you jokers. Some of right. them will or generate destroy your cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can In destroy cards. Head. You can just create like there's number of effects. Like one of them is like destroy one random card and then all the rest become the same rank. Yeah. Which is like they might all yeah. be sixes or kings or whatever. And it's yep. random. Or one of them is like destroy a card and then all the rest become the same suit. And yep. so yep. it's it really is. There's a lot of ways to mess with your classic 52 deck. Um. So you've got the tarot cards. Sometimes they'll just make consumable cards, which a tarot card is. Um, the other type of con- another type of consumable card is the celestial cards. The celestial mm-hmm. cards level up your played hands. So if you want to make pair worth more points, you would choose the pair celestial card. Or if you want flush, which I know offhand is Jupiter because I've done it so damn much. You know, you choose the Jupiter card and it adds plus two to the multiplier and plus 15 to the amount of chips it's worth. So it, it, you know, exponentially goes up with each of these types of hands. So you want those to be a thing. And then there's the vouchers, which we've mentioned. Vouchers are kind of a hidden card. You don't really see them. You can go find them if you look at your stats for the run, but uh vouchers can do any number of things like it'll it'll give you one more hand to play during a match it'll mm-hmm. give you another discard to play during a match you can add Telescope. um right there's the one that'll you know make it to where every single celestial booster pack you open will have your most played hand there so you can guaranteedly upgrade that so vouchers do things like that one of them uh, and I'll, I'll spoil this for you guys because I had to look it up. I was wondering what the hell it was. It seemed useless. There's a blank voucher. Yeah. Yes. I've seen if that, you yeah. buy that 10 times, it unlocks a new type of voucher. So literally the blank voucher does nothing except count up, you know, X out of 10. Once yeah, you've I've done bought, that 10 I've times across so different runs, mm, it okay. opens up a new type of voucher. That voucher gives you an extra joker slot for that run. Oh my God. Now, these vouchers say permanently does X. They don't permanently do X outside of the current run you're on. Yeah, so it's right. permanent in that yeah. run, not permanent out, you know, in all runs. Now, 
I also didn't understand negative jokers. There's a yeah, joker which also do the same thing called negative, yeah. which basically does not count against your joker quantity. Mm-hmm. So you can have like five regular jokers and then additional negative jokers that don't count toward your right toward your count. Ten up to yeah. nine and, so far is my highest. God. Oh man, my highest has been six. That's wild. <laughs> um, I haven't even heard of these. But yeah, the the negative jokers are fun because if you've got five jokers, normally you can't add an extra joker. You're at five out of five. But if you come across yeah. a negative joker, you can buy that and it'll just be like, all right, let me just slide up in there. And now yeah. I'm your sixth joker because <laughs> I made room for a sixth joker. Like it's, you don't have to have it. The, you Sounds don't have hot. to have room for it before you get it. It makes its yeah. own room when you buy it. So it's great. Something, I love that. Something else that was a little confusing to me. There's a, there's a, uh, uh, a voucher or one, there's a card that says minus one ante minus one hand. And I'm like, why yeah. would I want to, why would I want to have progressed less antes? No, it actually means negative one from, from the required antes to win the game. So you can oh. win the game at seven antes oh, instead wow. of eight. I didn't know that. Okay. It that's still subtracts, cool. yeah. yeah. It still subtracts one hand for your ability to play. Yeah, but but I'm like, sub- why would I, why would I want to go backwards on my antes? Right. No. So it's, it's not killing the, it's not subtracting from the numerator. It's subtracting yeah. from the denominator. Right. Good yeah. to know. <laughs> Sorry. Right. My kid's in fourth eight, grade. Eight, seven. That might be a parent now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sinstress, <laughs> Sinstress enlightened me to that one because I was avoiding him. Like, what? This I card bought sucks. it one <laughs> game because I thought it was, you know, minus one entry plus one hand. And I was like, all oh. right, let's do it. Boom. And I think it gave me something for buying it. I don't remember, but I bought it. Like, I bought yeah. it at least once. Um, have you guys played enough to have a favorite Joker? Like, what's your favorite one? Um, My favorite Joker is. Uh, okay, the misprint is pretty fun. I like the it's misprint fun, a lot. But unreliable. I like the one that gets a point every time you play a hand and subtracts a point from every time you discard, because then I don't do discards anymore and it just keeps adding multiplier points on top. Okay. Okay. If I had I'm to sorry, pick yeah. one favorite joker, it would be I don't remember what it's called, but it's the one that lets you play broken straights. So it lets uh, you have a single card gap in a straight. So you hmm. can go, you know, you can have a straight that's a two, four, six, eight, ten, because it allows so for four all card those straight gaps. Okay. No, no, no. It well, or no two, four, six, eight, ten queen. I guess. Yeah. Got it. sure. Basically, no, no, no. two, four, six, eight, ten have five this, cards. You can yeah. have a gap, but you have five of them. But you can have a, a yeah. single card gap between every single card. Understood. Okay. Yeah. There now, when we're talking synergies, I like that with the four card straight. Oh yeah. Because yeah. there's one that's like you can you can yeah. play a straight well, or a flush with just four broken. cards, and then I when like you have the, a broken straight that's four cards, oh shit, all hell's about yeah, to break yeah. loose for your score. Right. I also <laughs> like the one that gives you. I think it's a plus twenty multiplier for playing a hand of three or less. I like that, that one's one a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That one looks like yeah. it's ripped in half. It's a it's a ripped in half uh, Joker. The now, one I there's... like is the one that gains multiplier, a times multiplier uh, mm-hmm. for every tarot card that you've played that that run. There's also yeah. one for planet cards, and yeah. I play I oh. chew through tarot cards. And if you get a card that generate a Joker that generates tarots for you, combined with that, I pumped it up way way high. Even though it's like it goes up by point zero one multiplier, 
mm-hmm. you get that so no. fast by the time you've done a run. It's not point zero one; it's point one. Yeah, I think point one. Right, sure. Yeah, I've ha- uh, I've actually had that Terra one and that uh, Planet one in the same run. Oh, so they were wow. just feeding each other. <laughs> Every yeah, time I got yeah. a tarot that was like, make two cards, I was like, yes, please. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the hiker, the hiker <laughs> uh-huh. is fantastic. What's that do? So the hiker, every time a card is played, it gets a plus four multiplier on that card. So by the time you're in like, say, anti-six, mm-hmm. you're dropping kings that are like getting 28 yeah. points. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the ones where you can like I mentioned it earlier like if you discard one card you get a duplicate of that card. It has to be on the mm-hmm. first time. So, you know, there, there's so many ways that you can yep. just start getting royal flushes because yep. you're just multiplying these every single time. Yep. But I think probably my favorite joker that I've come across so far, I when we first started, I thought you got extra money for not using all of your discards, but then I mm. came across this joker that said yes. if you go down Delayed to the no more jokers, it's a 15 time multiplier on zero discards left so yeah. you can get to wherever you want but if you feel confident i mean or even if it's a hail mary at the end i just i love that guaranteed 15 time multiplier that's it's really good yeah. there's also one called delayed gratification that gives you that. uh i think three dollars for every discard not used oh. at the end of each round and so like you know, you get your you get your little qualifier at the end. That's like, here's your dollars for winning. Here's this, and then it's like delayed gratification when you don't nice. like discard. Yeah, that's yeah. a good feeling. Um, oh yeah, one, you another... feel like it starts to go on fire and stuff. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just yeah. The synergies <laughs> it's, in this get really fun. There's another yeah, yeah, one that I really great. like. Um, where it, you stack a few of them. There's like one where it's every face card played gives a multiplier of plus four and then you have one that's like every face card played plays again and then Uh every card is a face card the face card yes (laughs) (laughs) so it's just like and then there's one where it's like your even numbers uh have a multiplier and then your there's a fibonacci have you guys gotten the fibonacci Uh card yeah Yeah. fibonacci's great i think i had that in the room we were watching today in the stream yeah, yeah, then it's just all my best ones are just the low numbers. Great, let's load it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I, I right, love, the synergy of this is really what makes it very interesting. I love when you have so many that are working together. The game actually starts to speed up the number of qualifiers yeah. that it does. Right. And eventually <laughs> right. it's just like... like I actually... in So in the video I recorded for today's episode... I have the game speed at like times 2.5 or times 3 or whatever the fastest it could because I got tired of waiting, you know, (laughs) the 25, 30 seconds for it to factor everything out. I was like, I can't anymore. This is a good chunk of my 30 hours is just sitting there watching numbers do their thing. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, I know the numbers are doing their thing. Do it faster. (laughs) No, no, no. Enjoy it. You you start it first, and, and then you go make some coffee and you come back and you see where we're at. But now that I'm doing like big long things and none of them are hitting 11 million, I'm not getting the same hit, you know. Mm. Oh, sure. <laughs> Jeez. That uh, that say, dopamine that dopamine was left with your million or with your 11 million point million. hand. Yeah, now I'm chasing That's, that. The poorest millionaire in the room, everybody. <laughs> I just want to say, like, can we say how good this artwork is on the Joker's, especially? Oh, yeah. I love oh, how they're so thematic. Yeah. Yeah. There's one Joker that lets you go negative twenty. You can go into debt, and the graphic on the card is a credit card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, 
It's, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah so, and then the way they came up with like the different variations for even just the, the, the low cards, you know, they, they look like they're on papyrus or we talked about the glass or the gold or the steel and the rock. Yeah. Like it's, it's all brilliant or the wilds, the way they come up with different, yeah. different designs. Is, yes. I agree. The artwork is adorable. Yeah. And then um, there's, there's actually one other card type we didn't talk about when I was running through the card types. There's the that? astral cards. Yes. Oh yeah. So the astral cards are kind of like tarot cards, but you know, in effect, scarier. Yes. <laughs> They're like tarot card times 10, right? So they right. do something really scary. Like they can, you know, one of them is, you know, we'll clone a joker you have at random and destroy all the others. And yeah. I actually had it at one point where I was like, I want to do that, but I'm going to sell all the ones I don't want and just have it clone the one I like. Yeah. You know, or you it'll do. be like, we'll we'll give a guaranteed really badass multiplier and destroy all the rest of the jokers. Or, you know, it, it does things kind of on the level of tarot, but you know, bigger scale. It's kind of like uh a good analogy might be like Iron Man versus Superman. They're both very capable, but one is a lot scarier than the other, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are well, spectral cards. That's what they're yeah. spectral cards. Spectral, spectral not astral. Yeah. Astral. Sorry. They and, come yeah. in they're astral in packs. Astral yeah. packs, but they're really rare. But there is a voucher you can unlock or uh, use that then has the cards start popping up in the regular rotation of cards. And yeah, they can just show up in your tarot decks instead of the astral boosters. Yeah. 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 I love that. That's and cool. so the boosters, actually, that's something worth mentioning too. You can get boosters for jokers, for playing cards. For planet tarots, cards. for planet yeah. cards, and for uh, spectral cards, like all of them. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know how much thought went into this game, like how long the the prep work was for it, but it's so brilliant and oddly intricate. Like you have to wonder, yeah, did they mean to do that, or is it something that just kind of coalesced into a, oh, we can do this and this and this after the fact? You know, after they programmed it, they realized the, the synergistics of it. I actually had one. One game that I was playing this week where I was kind of at a, I wasn't sure what was going to get me the best score for that hand. Mm -hmm. And it was my last hand. And I was like, I need to make this count. I actually did some napkin math uh -huh. <laughs> to figure out which one was going to be the better uh -huh. play. Yep. <laughs> I've only done that one, one time, but that do. was just because I was like, I put a lot of time into this run. I want it to go. Mm. But uh, uh, for most of them, it's just been seat of my pants. Let shit happen. Yeah. To answer your question or to at least maybe speculate on your question, GP. Um, I have a feeling that at least some portion of this team that built this is either magic, the gathering or Pokemon or some sort of uh, card game, you know, dragon balls or whatever. Um, some sort of card game player that has probably, you know, run into this world of say infinite combos or something like that, right? right. Which happens sure. in every single one of those types of games. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really yeah, feel it, like they probably did build to, to feed off of, you know, so, some, some yeah. of the others. It, it would be an insult to say that it was a happy accident. Uh, of course. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, yeah. I think the idea, I mean, the seed probably started one way, but germinated into these other things that, you know, when you zoom out, they're like, oh, my God, look what we did. But I mean, yeah, no, obviously, these are some very talented people who have played quite a bit of roguelikes and other deck builders and things like that that really have a good um, 
mind for this sort of thing. Well, and, and I'm sure on top of that, you know, magic will release a new, a new edition or a new, you know, uh, set or whatever, and they'll have to go start banning cards because they didn't realize what they were doing with some of these. Right. And, and so I'm sure that there was some of that where, where these people probably invented a card and then somebody was like, Hey, look at these two together. They're like, wait, uh, and that happened for what game? <laughs> well, magic, magic bans ga- uh, cards all the time. Yeah, so does yeah. Pokemon. Magic, I haven't heard of that. Is that Magic a... the <laughs> Gathering? That's yeah. a that's a game. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's fine. It, that's it's not going to take it's off. Just, no, it's just a small. It's just a small company, Wizards of the Coast. It's in Hasbro. It's a small company. It's not as good Hasbro. as Gwent or Marvel Snap, but may, maybe someday. Right, right. Or uh, <laughs> or or the or the or the game or or uh, what do we call it in uh, in in Horizon Forbidden West? Um, Forbidden Gwent. They have their they have their game. There's a card game calling. in Forbidden West. No, it's it's a it's a it's an asinine version of chess. Oh, <laughs> it's bad. Okay. So I think they honestly looked at Gwent and they're like, yeah, it's called Striker. Right. <laughs> they, they probably looked at how successful Gwent was and they're like, let's do that. Don't disparage <laughs> Gwent. There's a huge fan community about Gwent. And we all, all right. love Gwent. That's good. Cool. It's from from Witcher three. Damn Witcher it. three. Guys, my nerd credit is all used up. <laughs> you get a Steam Deck. You can play all these games, GP. Right. True. I'm trying. I am trying. Three hundred. Hey, you came. Bucks. You came in at the right time because you missed Gen one, and you're now into OLED Gen. That's right. Or if they still That's have nice. some of the Gen one versions, they're cheaper. Right, or like some refurbs, but yeah, I mean, whatever. If you're going to do it, do it. So I'll probably end up getting the nice new ones, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you you shared another video with me, Werewolf, and we probably should talk about. Yes, so this yeah. was actually one of the games that helped inspire Bellatro. Uh, this game, it's it's a very similar vibe, and I actually got that vibe very early, just from learning about what Bellatro was. I was like, man, this sounds a lot like Luck Be a Landlord, which is effectively a very similar mechanically, but instead of poker hands, it's a slot machine that you're filling and stacking with what you want to be able to get your bonuses in the slot machine. And so it's... I'll, I'll go into a little bit of detail on Luck Be a Landlord. Not a lot, because this is not a Luck Be a Landlord episode. But essentially, uh, after every single round that you... Every every single spin... That's the wrong video. After every single spin, um, you Am get to... Luck Be a Landlord? Yeah, now you are. Okay. Um, after every single spin, you get to choose another symbol to stick in your slot machine. And so it'll just put those symbols wherever it feels like at random. And so you start getting synergies in this game where symbols next to each other, certain symbols next to each other will do certain things like a dog next to any human will give the dog a bonus for each human it's next to, or, you know, bees and flowers have bonuses together, things like that. Um, Water and seeds will grow different types of plants and those will create bonuses. And it's just, a constant stream of how much can I stack this slot machine in my favor to get bigger and bigger and bigger numbers. And you even get little like 
essentially what the Jokers would do, where it affects more of the slot machine than just what's right next to each speed, each square. Mm-hmm. And that'll create bigger numbers as well. So it's, it's the same kind of thing, you know, cheat the slot machine in your favor, make numbers bigger and find synergies to make those numbers bigger. This is very much uh, an inspiration for Bellatro. I saw in an interview about it. So yeah. it makes it's, sense. <laughs> but when you guys were telling me about Bellatro, I was like, this sounds like luck be a landlord. And then a few days later I got pushed that article. I was like, ah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> Adequately diagnosed. Well done. Yeah. Also, how creepy is it that your phone listened to you say, this is like luck be a landlord. And then it pushed it to you. Right? I don't understand because I wasn't searching for anything Bellatro on my phone or anything and I got pushed this article. But I do read a lot of, you know, articles about new indie games. And so Google's like, here, you'll like this, you'll like this, you'll like this. I usually do open those. I'm an indie game nerd. So listens. I'm sure it listens as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. There's There's certain conversations the wife and I have had that have resulted in articles and information pushed to me by my phone that I'm like, okay, I have never searched for that on my phone. Yeah, (laughs) You didn't have to. That's the the brilliant part. It's it's thinking. Yeah. It's listening. Yeah. Yeah. This game is great. I love this game. I was not... I was saying, I've said a few times so far this year, and like ended last year, my prediction for 2024 was that we had so many great games in 2023 as studios rushed to get them out, games that were locked up in development over the pandemic, that 2024, at least the beginning, might feel a little bit thin. Man, was I ever wrong. Because we've gotten so many great games, like we we got Infinite Wealth, we've got Helldivers 2, we've got Final Fantasy Rebirth, which a lot of people are loving that too now, and we have Bellatro. Like, there's at least half a dozen and not just good, but like 90 plus ranking great, amazing games. And it and just turned March today. How awesome yeah. is that for this year in gaming? Like, this is great. And, and me, this is a game of the year contender and it's March. <laughs> so. And, and our first, and our first quad a, uh, title. Ah, Which, yes. Everybody's still playing skull and bones, right? Yeah. Right. Did amazingly. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. Sure are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's sold dozens point, though, of is, copies. Is, is, how many <laughs> of the games are like quadruple A or triple A, like $70 titles like Suicide Squad and Skull and Bones? And they're doing absolutely shitty right now. But the two best or three best selling games so far this year, Pal World, Helldivers, and Bellatro, all sold yeah. 250,000 plus copies, sometimes significantly more. And all are like under 40 bucks. Like that's yeah. mind blowing for this year. So it doesn't need yeah. to be an expensive game to be a good game. It's, you know it's, those uh, wooden paddles that have elastic bands and a little yeah, yeah. ball? Stick, stick and ball. still buy those, stick. and they're still fun. Not yeah. everybody needs a PlayStation 5. Sometimes I'm just happy to sit in a car and do that for a couple hours. And I mean when, that. When, like, when I was a kid, for a reason. When I was a kid, my parents said we had a PlayStation at home, and that was what they meant. Yeah. <laughs> you were a station the old hoop and stick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I want a PlayStation. They're like, we've got a, a cup. Yeah, they're like, we've got a PlayStation at home. I'm like, oh. You mean the corn? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it says HD, like the darkness of a closet. It's 
this yeah this this has been a great game um it took what luck be a landlord was and made it to where you know making those numbers bigger and bigger is a little bit more in the player's control it's right it's it's less about the luck and more about the strategy right the strategy yeah. isn't just picking what's there it's making sure everything's organized in the right order and messing with your hand and choosing what to do exactly right now. And it's, it's, it's very intricate and there's, there's a lot there. And I, I ended up looking through the achievement list globally and it turns out, uh, the big score achievement that I got was score a million points in one hand. Wow. Okay. And that's not even the biggest one of those achievements in the game. (laughs) There is a score 100 million points in one hand achievement. Jeez. Oh dear. Jeez. So <laughs> okay, so these part are of that though is because we haven't unlocked ball. all the jokers and we haven't unlocked all the cards yet. And as you unlock that stuff as you as you play. Like I my first win in a run, I was like what, 12 15 hand runs in lost before I I won one. And that's because I was unlocking stuff as it kind of progressed through the game. And I'm sure a week from now, we'll have progressed for enough, and we'll get unlocked some really great cards and vouchers and tags, and that will make that possible. But yeah, for okay. the journey. Here's here's but, what I've noticed though, in in the short five and a half hours that I've played this game, um, my shortest rounds or runs come immediately after my longest ones, and here's why I think that is. I think it's because I get so used to the Joker setup that I have that after I lose yeah. and start a new run, I'm I, I I'm like. Well, what happened? Oh shit! That was with the the previous right. one, that's, or even three hands ago, oh. three runs ago. I don't yeah. have that anymore. I've I, I've I, not done that with the Joker specifically, but I've done that with my my playing cards. Sure. Where I'm like, I've got these right, yeah. and I keep looking. I'm like, where did those go? And I hit right trigger, and I look, and I'm like, oh, shit, that was last play. Right. I, I where are my twelve <laughs> aces? Oh, yeah. right. I yeah. I I All start a run. I start every time I start a run, I'm like 160 points. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll play like two pair and think, oh, this will get me through the first stage. No problem. But no, no, no. (laughs) When you, when you first start a round, a a fresh round, you really need to play a flush or a full house and you have to work for it. And you get so spoiled (laughs) once you get a few planet cards and a joker going that you forget that easily. Yeah. What it is, is like, let's say you just ran your first marathon and you actually did much better than you thought you would. And so you're on, on the high from that. And then somebody comes up and says, Hey, would you go upstairs real quick? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You realize I've done something great, but now I can't do anything basic. And that's that's (laughs) the best analogy that took me, that took me five hours to come up with the analogy alone guys. It's the day after your first workout. Like when you've like spent a year not working out and you're Mm -hmm. like, you go work out of the gym. You're like, yeah and then you wake up the next morning and you're like no (laughs) someone has to wipe my ass for me my hands won't work (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) how many times have you been in the shower trying to like shampoo your hair and you're like i can't touch my my arms don't bend anymore (laughs) more than most people on this day i'll tell you that yeah probably (laughs) okay i just i just solved a mystery yeah balatro is the latin word for a professional jester or buffoon Oh, oh. There you go. that's a great name. Oh. Yeah. I was just that. calling out. Uh, we've talked about it, but it plays absolutely spectacularly. Look how beautiful that is on the deck. 
Can we get oh, a sponsorship? Show I know I'm the only one who doesn't know that what we're doing. Okay, all right, Jake. All right. We're, we're all going to show it off. Jake, no, no, I don't you don't think... have the screen on. You're not showing the all game. Right. Okay. I was going to wait until Jake. the end of the episode to pull this out and show you guys, but uh... <laughs> Oreo cookies. <laughs> no, most um, of the time I've played this has been on my Steam Deck. I've played a little bit at the computer, but uh, at the computer, it's mouse and keyboard, right? Oh, well, mouse. Yeah. Um, the yeah. Steam Deck, it actually seems like it plays better with a controller than a mouse. I've played so much oh. on the Steam Deck that it's so easy to just do what I need to do. Whereas the mouse is yeah. like, all right, I got a mouse over everything, blah, 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 I do all this. Whereas, you know, it's it's kind of like on the Steam Deck, I've gotten used to it the way I used to do T9 on my phone, where, mm. you know, you almost don't have to be looking. Yeah. yeah, and then you know you go to play with a mouse, and it's like switching over to an Android phone where the keyboard is on the screen. I don't know where the <laughs> fuck these buttons are. I misclick all the time. The power yes, steering in the I, car has gone out. Yes, yeah. but I want to go back to how many times have I had my perfect hand lined up and I've hit Y instead of X. Yeah, I've not done that a lot. I've done it like two or three times, and that's it. Yeah. I, it's I've done it a couple times, but the only time that mattered was when my wife was watching because I don't think I'm going to hear the end of that for a minute. And she's right because I had a really, really good uh, you know, run at it. Discard. And that's what that's just... what ruined the run. It's like, I don't know. There's why would you else... do that? I'm like, I don't know. There's something else we didn't even touch on on this. There's um, not just the different types of decks you can play with, you know, blue, yellow, green, black, red, all these uh, celestial like you get a whole bunch of different types of decks you can play with but you also have different stakes you can go for so it's like a difficulty tier for that oh yes and there's like 10 difficulty tiers i've only seen three of them because i've only been able to beat the second one once oh yeah i know that all those little rectangles next to the deck that you pick are a different stake you can choose and then they change things not just making the blinds harder there's something else to it right Right. So I think the red stake makes it to where you don't get a, and I see Sinistar just jumped into the game just like I did to see what the hell these do. <laughs> Welcome to the play along portion of yeah. the, the podcast. Um, okay. So white stake, white stake is base difficulty. Let's see. I need to, I need to select it. Right. A deck so red that... stake is the second rectangle. I'll show you guys right here. There's that little oh, yeah. red, little red rectangle right there. Yeah, that's the stake, and all these rectangles there are different things. So the you can see there's like eight of them or something. Um, so the red stake is small blind gives no reward money. So that first stage gives no reward money for the actual completion of the stage, but you would still get the other reward monetary rewards uh, you might get for that. And I want to point out. Below the stakes, it says applies all previous stakes as well. So you're stacking. Oh, oh I did not damn. realize that. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Lose next the one after red is green. Required score scales faster for each ante. And then applies all the previous stakes, right? So I was initially, yeah. So I was initially going to like try and go through all the red deck, all the stakes on the red deck. And once I got to green, I was like, that's not happening. I need to work through all the other decks first and then run through the second <laughs> tier of all of them. And then the third that's tier funny. for all of them. 
Oh yeah, this so, is like new game plus, new game plus plus, new game plus plus plus. Like yeah, this is like there's, there's it, all the stakes, but then there's also the challenges as well. There's a special there's yeah, there's a dedicated challenge, challenge mode, which I don't even know what those are because I haven't gotten. I that do. Far. I have five but of that's them. That's a lot of replay. Mm. Oh, do you have one of them? Okay. I unlocked the challenges. You get five when you first unlock it. There's twenty total. Um, so there's the omelet, and they give you a whole list of you know, what this hand does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. all that. So it, it gives you a little explanation yeah. of it and all the, like, this is what you start with, this is, like, the amount of money you get per round, all this kind of stuff. And each one is different. So there's the omelet, there's 15-Minute City. 15-Minute City, omelet basically is, like, you don't get money from anything unless it explicitly states you get money. So you don't get money for completing rounds. You, not for discards left, not for hands left, not for completing a blind. Instead, you start with five of those stupid eggs that go up at $3 sell value for every round you beat. Jeez. Oh, and you sell them and you can buy cards packs with that. And you, and only yeah, that. so those are your five okay. jokers that they start you with. And as you progress, yeah. it's like, okay, do I want to sell one now and get a joker to replace it? <laughs> it's kind that's of a funny. it's frustrating yeah. um, there's 20, 15 minutes that's, awesome that, that's a lot of gameplay variety for, for, for this game like that's insane <laughs> this one is here's one that's called 15 minute city and it gives you two jokers to start with shortcut which is allows straights to be made with gaps of one <laughs> which is my favorite card and then ride the bus plus one multiplier for consecutive hands played without a scoring face card now the thing that is, one's actually pretty good. It yeah. is, except in this deck, the oh, no. lowest card is a four, and over uh, half the deck is face cards. Oh. And these have a little <laughs> modifier on them called Eternal. Eternal can't be sold or destroyed. So <laughs> stuck with them. Okay. So you've got two jokers that are eternal, and they're uh -huh. great if you can modify. Your yeah. your playing cards to fit those jokers, but mm. getting far enough to modify those and stay playing is difficult. Yeah. So, so yeah. So Jake, to your point, this replayability. I want to point out. I I kind of view the world in in what I call movie theater money. Right. A, an average movie is two-ish hours. Right. And it's you know a ticket. A ticket is you're you're. You're you're doing well if a ticket is ten dollars US, and then yeah. you go and you get your popcorn and you get your drink and you get your candy and you get your whatever. And honestly, each person's going to spend twenty five to thirty bucks per movie, right, for two hours. So anytime I see a game that is like fifteen dollars, and in a week of playing it, I'm at eleven hours. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, win. yeah, yeah, it's justifiable. It's absolutely. Yeah. There's also the fact that, you know, you, we mentioned a quadruple A title. Okay. Yeah. They spent how many hundreds of millions of dollars on this game for it to suck? In years. Because they yeah, were like, yeah. oh, yeah, this will be a safe bet. But they didn't really think about it enough. <laughs> right. The Midnight Suns, you say. But That's a winner. <laughs> like there's there's also something <laughs> to be said a for game. <laughs> a game that's affordable. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, yes. there's a reason people shop at Dollar Tree. It's not necessarily the better deal, but people go there because that's what they can afford. And for some yeah. reason, there's this mentality of, oh, yeah, we need to make the games more expensive 
because for every unit sold, we'll make X amount. Okay, right. true, but you know, for every unit sold, you know, you'll sell way more units if you bring the price down sure. instead of going right. way up. So, you know, a 10 or 15, $30 game, all these that are indie games that are selling like hotcakes, part of it has to do with the fact that the game is not a stupid price, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There used to be a stigma against indie games because they're like, oh, what $10 game is going to be worth it? You know, right. I'm spending $10 on a game. I'm not going to have fun with that. It's not going to be a good game. I think that's kind of out the window in the last few years, finally, yeah, for sure. yeah. which yeah. is nice. Uh Good point. Honestly, I think kind of the big one that, that brought this around was how many hundreds of millions of dollars did Minecraft make off of $15 beta? Yep. Right. I mean, yeah. and, and, and then the company sold for what a billion and change, two, right? Two billion. Two bill yeah. billion. Yeah. yeah. And still, still is one of the most played games ever. Right. My and, and kid started, plays it yeah. almost daily. Yeah, started at what ten or fifteen dollar beta, and made hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Bellatro in its first couple of days, that the the creator was tweeting out that he'd sold two hundred fifty thousand copies after like a few days. I don't even know what it is now, but it's probably higher. But this is a game that has exploded, and I know people keep you know saying, "Oh, it's just another mean game like Pal World and Hell Divers and Bellatro now." But this is a game that I think is more like Vampire Survivors, which yeah. again another. Dirt cheap, and I mean dirt cheap. That was what two bucks in the Steam on Steam? Uh, five, five bucks. Okay, yeah. five bucks. And we've all, I think, most of us put a hundred hours into that game over the over the last mm -hmm. year. It's been out, and I always look forward Not to what updates there. they do. But every time they do an update, it's like half time it's free or paid, or even if it's paid for another two dollars. Yeah. I'm always interested in seeing what they do because yeah. it's so much fun and so much value out of that one small little title. And this is this is a game I, I joked about. I think in the episode description, this game is like sixty megs or something ridiculous. Like yeah, it's, it's small. It's so oh, small. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so ridiculously small. tiny. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's like 62 megabytes or something. It's so 62. little. 62.75. 62.75. Which yeah. is insane when you look at how like 100 gigs that is Call of Duty or Baller's Gate 3. And then you have a game Dude. that comes around saying, oh, yeah, we're 60 megs. <laughs> Final, okay. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, right? Came out yesterday. My friend and I put off our game session last night because Final Fantasy VII Rebirth came out. He's like, oh, I'm going to be playing that. I know I'm a nerd, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I know you love Final Fantasy VII. Five and a half hours of installation time. We could have played. <laughs> I, I want to wow. point out. What, I want to point out. Five and a half hours to install something. What the fuck, I, Square? I was busting Jake's balls earlier today saying that Mortal Kombat 1 was Street Fighter 6. And I installed it. Luckily, I have gigabit internet because that's mm. 123 gigs of game, right? Oh my <laughs> and it God. still took me still took me like 25 minutes to download and install it. It's too so, much. It's too well, much. I mean, yeah. he installed it from the disk. Why does it take five and a half hours to install from a copy? disk? Yeah. We all Are know that work? answer. We all know that answer because the disc contained an incomplete game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Bellatro yeah. is a definition of like value for your dollar. I don't I, I can't think of yeah. another game that is this cheap, this tiny, this this seemingly simple at first glance, but is so wild. And I try to explain to folks like friends outside of the podcast and work and stuff. It's like it's poker 
and it's a roguelike. It's but it's not poker. <laughs> right. But it's poker adjacent. There's only one other game that I've played that has poker elements and a roguelike, and that was Sword and Poker, which was a mobile game years ago on uh, iOS or like on iPhones. And you can't even play it anymore because it's removed from the app store. But that was a poker like roguelike game where you had the hands were important, but it was like it was a different style of roguelike. But it was more of a dungeon crawling roguelike. It felt mm-hmm. more like a roguelike than maybe this does. This feels more closer to poker. But other than that, it's just like the genre that shouldn't exist. It's, it's such a bizarre combo. But does in a glorious way. I guarantee oh, you, yeah. I'm going to get more hours out of this $15 game that Jake probably spent like 19 Canadian on for me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> then my friend who spent 75 on Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is going to get out of that. Okay, uh, hold on though. Before you make that claim, can we please acknowledge that with Bellatro you have a five a five and a half hour head start? <laughs> well, I think no, no, he's I just mean overall. Over overall, over I am probably wow. going to hit hundreds yeah. of hours in this game over the years. He, yeah, I he looked, might hit 150. He might if he I plays through and tries to get every achievement in the game, which he does how, try to do. According to how long to beat this or whatever the website is, according to that initial reports for the for the new Final Fantasy is about 77 hours for completionist. So if he plays through twice, oh, for completionist, so to get all the achievements mm-hmm. and everything, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah the extras. Yeah. I'm already halfway there on Belongtro. Yeah. Yeah, I looked. Five dollar game Vampire Survivors. I have sixty nine hours. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you can't play that game anymore, man. I can't. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'll buy you a new I copy. Know. I owe you. All right. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Just because I got curious, how long to beat Balatro? Uh, completionist <laughs> is eighty three hours. So I got fifty hours to go. <laughs> I love how main story is five and a half hours. So that like that leads me to main believe story. like oh, the average is probably like the first time people beat a deck yeah. is five and a half yeah. hours deep on average, which is oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I want that a little deep, bit. Given, I think lore. I won on you know, what, my third what play, but it took me. It probably was about my five hour mark before I beat the game. <laughs> See, now, I'm sorry, to be, Finn, sorry, GP. Well, yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> to I'm be fair, I I am kind of a, a a nerd for you know gaming the system when it comes to games like this. I like to try and figure out how you can screw the game over a little bit, you know that sort. Of, I did it in the messenger too. It's just how I play games now. I'm like, how can I break it? How can I subvert right. what they wanted me to do to do this instead? Metroid, and yeah. you know, I, I love doing that. And also. My parents taught me to play blackjack and poker when I was a little bit, right? So yeah. <laughs> I remember I grew up in Vegas. It was right. going to yeah. happen. Like, right. Yeah. So importantly, I, though, this is not a gambling game. This no, no, no. no. But I understand <laughs> like the basics of poker because in the of, terms yeah. of like looking at what the cards are and analyzing those real quick, right? And also, yeah. this is a game that kind of encourages card counting. You can mouse over your deck and be like, all right, what I got left? How many yeah. Yeah, How many you. of this suit do I have left? How many oh, of this yeah. t- you know, rank of card do I have left? And it's like, yeah, do it. Look at what you got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to say that, yes, there's RNG to this game, 
but it gives you a lot of information and it's it's more like yes there's rng but that's because it doesn't want you to use the same combo every run Mm -hmm. you have to look at what jokers it gives you and think of ways to use that to break the run that's the Mm -hmm. concept of the game there's rng but there's almost always i feel a way out of any situation like there really is as long as you played it you know covered your ass Mm -hmm. all right well that's um I think that's a lot for somebody to absorb that hasn't played this. Yeah, game. I <laughs> yeah, honestly didn't expect this us to go nothing. this long on this episode. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a deeper game hours. than I realized. <laughs> and you will, you will go. <laughs> We're going hours. to, yes. <laughs> Especially once you get that Diac life. Or if you play on the Switch, like this is a game that's perfect for in bed. You'll never sleep again, but it's great in bed. Like I, I play a run every it's night before in bed. Oh my god! Came out. Somebody clip yeah. that, please. I need that. Yeah. Your sex life will go away, but you'll have Blotro and you won't care. So it's fine. Wow. See, it's it's great because I'm recording this. So we'll just we'll just go ahead and TikTok sure. that one up. Yeah. Why I've not? Zoyberg? Five and a half hours of one of those two things this week. <laughs> look, look, it's it's two minutes of one thing or eleven hours of another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to describe one of those two things, and you tell me which one it is. My wife says, do what you must, just don't wake me up. (laughs) That's two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And we have sex jokes. Guys, this is great. And so to start again, thank you very much for uh, you. Thank you and your wife for for the copy of it. This is uh, truly great. And here's the thing. I want to I want to show some love to you guys because this isn't even the first game you've bought me this year. So thank you, Daddy. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> you. And one of these days I'll get to Mega Man Eleven, but with Bellatro now, it's not looking like it's going to be soon. That but, was uh, a Christmas you. gift. That was oh, a Christmas gift. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. anyway, I I think we've said all we need to say about yeah. the game for this episode. <laughs> not all we can, but all we need to. Yeah. yeah. Go revisit it later on during the game. If you have any interest in roguelites or metagames or anything like that, look into Balatro. See, like watch a watch a game or two. See if it's up your alley. If it is, get it. It is absolutely worth the 15, 20 bucks you're gonna spend on it. Um and you're gonna you're just gonna lose a lot of time to it. So that's something to weigh too. Like, do you have the time to waste playing it? Right. If you do, look into it. <laughs> do you do you dislike sleep? Then buy this game. Yeah. Do you oftentimes say how bloodshot are my eyes? To do and way too much time to blow. This is for yeah. you. Yeah. But I mean, it helps that it's on everything. It's on PS4, yeah. PS5, Xbox. Oh, is it? This and that. that. It's on the Switch. Okay. It's on the PC. You can so find it's on it all almost of it. as many, almost as many places as you can find our podcast. Press B to cancel on all major <laughs> carriers. Check out our Discord like and our segue. website. Press B to cancel dot com. dot com. Oh wait, no. And, and uh, you know, if come- if you do grab it, like. Leave a review and tell them that press B to cancel sent you. Boom. <laughs> I'll take it. Talk about synergy. <laughs> Gorilla marketing for press B. Please yeah. tell your friends and family. And, uh, you know, shouting. like, and subscribe and tell yeah. us in the comments what your highest score is or come tell us on press B. Yeah. Uh, Discord. There should also go. say I like that, um, 
Sinistar hosted this week, uh, the technical side, which has been great. So the, you can watch us on YouTube and Twitch. Um, I recently got an upgrade to my computer. So I'll also be, when I do that, I'll be doing Twitch and YouTube as well. So if you'd like to watch in one place or the other, you'll now find us more reliably on both, which I think some people will be happy to hear. Yep. Uh, go, go, uh, go tell your friends about us on Twitch because we'd love to get affiliate at least. Yeah. Yes. Nice. All right. Awesome. I think that's all we need to say. Well, thank you guys for watching and hanging out or listening. However you consume our podcast. We appreciate you. Thank you. Have another wonderful week, folks. Take care. My clown. Do I amuse you? Thank <laughs> you.